Somewhere in the West, there's a place where sound, soul, and groove meet. Where the music of new artists meets listeners like you. Just like the ocean meeting the shore. We call that place the Groove Coast. And now, here are your hosts, John Celentano and Daryl Craig Harris. Wow, so the inaugural voyage. <laughs> that intro makes us sound so much more highbrow than we were. Right? Really I know. That's that's our buddy <laughs> Nigel from Jazz Talk News. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, that pro tip, if you ever want something to sound super classy, get a British guy. To right? Know, right? Right? Got to find a British guy. Not so easy. Well, there's a few of them in Vegas, but it's not quite so easy. I'm changing my Siri <laughs> voice to a British to a British voice. A male British voice just so it's, you know, cuz it's Right. So, uh, so John, so let's uh talk about kind of the Groove Coast idea, what we originally came up with was to feature new artists, right. um, talk about all things music. Um, you know, I work with Jazz in Europe magazine and, mm-hmm. and write for them and also Jazz Talk News. And um, so I have a, with them, I have the jazz thing, but we also actually, even with them, we do jazz, soul, blues, kind of everything, right. which I think is what we're kind of both into. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's not going to be... Yeah, I, like we talked about, this isn't going to be a, a, a this won't be have a narrow fo- focus. This yeah. is going to be pretty. We'll get a little far afield, um, but yeah, jazz, blues, soul, neo soul, R and B, that kind of thing. I think right. we'll be covering. Um, um, yeah. How did you? So I mean, I mean, we're both musicians, of course. Yeah. People are just going to get to learn to know who we are. But so I'm a bass player, and John's a <clears> um, <throat> a great sax player and singer. Um, and you kind of, I mean, you work in Vegas as I do, but then we also right. tour around quite a bit. Yeah. Um, how did you come to Vegas the first time initially? Um, this was back in 99. I was living in Southern California. I was splitting my time between LA and Santa Barbara. Um, I had, I had an apartment in LA and a day job, a weekend gig and a girlfriend in Santa Barbara. <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's so a, busy was, life. a lot of miles on the car coming back and forth um but anyway my brother moved out here my brother jeff moved out here about six months before i did he was also an awesome musician yeah singer singer, keyboard player and um he called me about six months in and said hey vegas is pretty fun there's what's keeping you in california you know do you feel like coming out and i really didn't have a whole lot um going on musically in la because i was Mm. shuttling back and forth so much that i really didn't have the time or energy to look for a gig so i came out and within about i don't know two three weeks i started i started working fortunately and you guys actually had a college band back well it was post-college it was it was it was um jeff and i had started writing tunes together when when uh, late 90s mid to late 90s okay when we were still we were going down to LA and working with right, this kind engineer. of the whole original scene you know, right, right 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 and then we moved to Vegas then then that kind of um, subsided for a little while and then in 04 we started to write and record again and um, put together this kind of a power pop group called right. Tripsitter okay and very Beach Boys influenced, very Beatles influenced. Because you, you guys, I mean, like one of the things, the signature things with you and your brother both are harmony, like yeah. singing, amazing. You've actually been in, have a number of amazing bands that you yeah. guys sing with. That Thank the you. The harmonies are strong. It's been it. really cool, man. It's been it's been a lot of fun. Like that's kind of been our our stock and trade here. Yeah. Um, and we both play instruments, but usually we get hired to to do that plus vocals or right. vocals plus a little bit of whatever else yeah, cause you kind of have to do. do like you kind of have to have you know multiple streams well you well, you know do. you know that exactly yeah, right you right. know that thing so you know having having the ability to to wear different hats is what keeps yeah. you which keeps i you actually i actually like that because you know i'm i'm 
I, I'm a photographer also, along with being um, a bass player and other things. But I, I like having different things. They're all mm-hmm. kind of creative, and they all feed yeah. feed into the same kind of kind right. of thing. But so Trip Center actually that band you guys had some good success. With yeah, that. we had a couple. Of, we put out a couple of CDs. Um, it started to get they started to get some attention. Started playing some pop festivals in LA. Um, were the, the they were very well reviewed and we were starting to get rolling getting some fan uh support um and then it all came it's like that old rock and roll star it all came to a screeching halt <laughs> uh the <clears throat> we are we're, we're doing a show here in vegas at the house of blues opening for america oh, wow. uh yeah which was a Total right? blast! Yeah. It was really they still cool. Sound awesome. They do, and we'd we'd open for you know several bands like that. Like Little River Band right. was really cool. We opened for them in, in L.A. and awesome. and uh, you know places like that. So uh, we're doing this gig at House of Blues, and the music director for one of the original Beach Boys, Al Jardine, happened to be in the audience. My brother recognized him. He came backstage. We got right. to chatting, and he's like one of yeah. the original guys, right? Yeah, Al was one of the founding members. Um, so he sang, he sang Help Me Rhonda. Hell he on. was the lead vocalist awesome. on Help Me Rhonda. He arranged a couple of really good uh, good tunes for them. Right. Um, anyway, his MD uh, caught our show, really liked it, and said, hey, Al is looking for some musicians to do West Coast shows with, wow. and would you guys like to do it? And we said, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we learned all these Beach Boys amazing. tunes. Um, toured with Al off and on for, I want to say, six years. Okay. Um, I think that's right. And uh, found ourselves in a position where we knew all these Beach Boys songs and being in Las Vegas, you know, basically the tribute capital of the world. Right. We figured, why not? And so we launched a, a, a Beach Boys tribute off of that, but still, and kept the writing going, kept the original recordings going. Yeah. What's the name um, of the but, Beach Boys tribute? Uh, it's called Good Vibrations. And I've seen you guys, and it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, you saw us. It's freaking amazing, because, <laughs> like, just the harmonies, and to, to pull that stuff off live is... I mean, even it's for the thing. Beach Boys to pull that off live is challenging, Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And, the, and they benefit from some fantastic players. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's basically a little... Mafia of the Beach Boys universe right. there. Some of those so guys we know a bunch all, of yeah, yeah we you know, know. You, we you and I know a bunch of common people like Keith, in that. Uh, Hubacher, right? Keith is in that band, yeah, yeah. Um, and in the Brian Wilson band as well. Right. So we got some traction off of that stuff, and awesome. and and led to some other opportunities. Um, you know, as is the case in many original bands, members came and went, and people right. had got you know got married. Had and families. then you also have a band. Um, there's some. Well, one of the amazing singers who's based here in Vegas, but she uh, works Savannah. all over. Yeah, she works all over the place. Um, all around the country and, and around the world, really. Yeah, um, Savannah, Savannah Smith. Smith mm-hmm. Yeah, so she um, and, and you guys, uh, along with our friend Kenny, keyboard yep. player, um, formed the Moonshiners. Yes, I came in a little bit after that. This was New Year's Eve 2014. Um, one of the local properties came to Savannah and asked her if she could put together a, right. a, a, a Roaring Twenties kind of postmodern jukebox. And just a little background thing. on Savannah. like She's currently like postmodern jukebox which yes. has become really well known. They mm-hmm. just had a show here, yep. and she was she's been singing. With she them. got tapped for that. The three, right. matter of fact, the three singers that rotate in and out of the Moonshiners, which right. is our band, which are got all tapped amazing. For, they're singers. killer singers. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we'll have them. Yeah. We gotta have. And them I on actually, the show. I would encourage people to find Savannah Smith. Uh, find I think Savannah. It's Savannah Smith music online. I think on I Facebook. believe so. Yeah. Check Savannah her out, Smith man, singer. Cause, yeah, because she's freaking world. The real deal, the like real the deal. realest of the real deal. Yeah. Um, so that so in the Moonshiners, you guys are kind of doing. No, you're not really doing the postmodern jukebox thing, but kind of. It's in that ballpark. Idea, right? It's in that ballpark. It, it's it started out more, Ga- Great Gatsby era. 
right, focused, like 20s, 30s. roaring 20s kind of a thing. And right. we've kind of expanded. So we era hop back and forth. Yeah. So we'll do stuff that's that has feels from you know the 20s to the to the 60s. Right. Um, but all great musicians. Killer musicians. The lineup is fantastic. Matter of fact, uh, our keyboard player, Michael Joy, plays with Matt Goss. Uh, tours with him. Right. Um, our bassist is super busy. Uh, our drummer Darren was a cruise ship. Uh, he was a music director yeah. for Carnival Cruises for years. That's so something specific, you know, specifically about Vegas too. That people, <clears throat> a lot of people don't realize that even though it's it's become a really large town. I mm -hmm. mean, I don't even know. It, I think it's almost approaching three million. Right? Something like that. Yeah. Um, but actually, musically here, it's it's a pretty small. It's a small town, community. man. Musically, yeah. You end up yeah. you end up seeing the same guys. You kind Absolutely. of interact with the same players a lot. Yep. Um, yep. Which I think is true. I mean, I grew up in L.A. Yeah. Um, I, I grew up um, sort of like I went to Musicians Institute in the early 80s. Um, and, you know, that was the same thing there. It was it was actually you found out it was a really small little community mm -hmm. in, in a lot of ways. Right, right. You know, and we were doing like the kind of the club thing, the, the rock club, the Gazaris, yeah. the whiskey. Well, I was it's funny. I was listening to your interview. <laughs> With Nigel, our very dapper British friend from, from who you remember news. from the intro, right, right. Uh, and you were talking about the Musicians Institute days, right? Yeah. And that circle of players that you ran with. Yeah, you know, that was such a. I mean, I went to the original school, so when I when I went, um, it was like eighty forty five. Howard Roberts, who was an amazing jazz guitar player, he was still there. Joe Diorio, uh, um, you know, Joe Picaro, who was Jeff's dad. Mm -hmm. um, Jeff would come in and teach the drummer oh, wow. from Toto. Wow. Um, it was such an exciting time. My my uh, one of my bass teachers there was Jeff Berlin, who's oh, a very wow. okay. well known um, yeah. jazz bass player. But you know, like that time in LA, there was a certain magic. This was circa when? This is like eighty five, eighty six. Okay. Um, I started playing in a. We had an original band called Alpha. So Alpha was sort of like um, I don't know, like a Mister Mister or or even Toto. No kidding. All so right. we were doing like I said, like the Roxy and the whiskey and those things, and. You know, like it's funny because when you're in that time, you you kind of know it's hey, this is pretty cool. Yeah. But looking back now, you don't really realize exactly how magical that was, because that was also the same time when like you know uh, Guns N' Roses got signed. All these rock bands. That was one of the things that that cracked me up about your about your interview. Was uh, this is where hair metal started to happen, right? Sort of, sort of, right? Which was never and, so much my thing because I I kind of like I kind of like everything. I I mean that's part of the reason why we're doing this show. Because I, li I literally listen to everything. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll listen to rock, rock hip-hop, metal, uh, jazz, you know. Uh, well, you have to to work here, and just you? And just, I mean, just to be, <clears throat> I think, a, as from a musician standpoint, just being a well-rounded musician, it's important to know what's going yeah. on in the world. And not just like, you know, we talk about, I talked a lot about that with, with Nigel, about the guys that are only into old-school jazz, mm -hmm. which I personally love, too, all the Charlie Parker all that kind of like that kind of stuff for me is there's a, a real magic to it. But um, I think it's important as a musician, you know, or just as a, a person who loves music to just kind of listen to everything. Mm -hmm. You're not going to like everything. Right. Which is, that's fine. But it's important to kind of just know what's up, you know? Yeah, sure. And also it's important to put projects together. Like we've done some of that where we, yep. where it's a mix of hip hop and yeah. jazz and funk. I mean, that's so exciting. And that's why I think, um, you know, bands like The Roots, Oh yeah, yeah, right. um, like what they do, um, and I actually just talked to Christian McBride about that. We did an interview for Jazz in Europe, and we were talking about Amir, who is Questlove. Oh yeah, and he was talking about like when he first met him, or they kind of grew up in the same area in Philadelphia. Yeah, 
that you know he was talking about wanting to put the roots together and people weren't taking him seriously. They because it's it's a weird you can't really pigeonhole that that band, right? You know, I mean, and then who would have thought? And it's based hard to on really what they explain did, what that is until you right. actually see it, right? Right. And then based off that, nobody would have guessed that this was the band for you know the well, right. Tonight Show. Now, yeah, yeah, right. right. Nobody would have. You know, nobody would have had that thought. Yeah, but. I mean, and all those, I always say, like, even, you know, company, I mean, just related to the real world, companies <clears> like Coca-Cola or Pepsi or whatever, it all started with an idea. It was one guy sitting there having an idea. Mm-hmm. And that's how most bands have come about, right? Right. One guy sits there or he's sit, sitting there with his buddy and they start yeah. throwing around ideas. It's like, we should do that. Yeah. Which is something even we've done. Right. right, right, um, right. In the past. Uh, so what, what do you think, uh, for us here, like, what do you think, about looking for new talent. Like kind of what we were talking about was maybe having people submit CDs. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to submit, you know, if people, we're looking for, the idea of this whole thing is to uh, have a forum for for new artists, right. um, new music, new artists. Um, and there are people coming to Vegas every week from other cities because Vegas is now becoming a kind of a destination i i think and we're not vegas centric we're based here but you know we work all over the place so well that's the thing and even for us as a as a a show or podcast you know however you want to look at it it's it's really important that even though this is sort of like where we're based Mm -hmm. but i mean we're really open to stuff around the world yeah absolutely and then the other part of that about being based here um even like being based in la or new york is that we have access to a lot of great touring artists that come through absolutely yeah. um, which is something that we're going to be doing we're going to start featuring um local artists and also touring musicians yeah. of all genres right um jazz blues soul yep. but you know and kind of dig into the fact that the, you know for instance i have a buddy who plays bass with gwen stefani right. and if you didn't know him from anything else you'd think well that's his thing right but there's a whole other side to him what's it what's his name his name's derek frank yeah we and, talked about it yeah before. and he, he is an he is a killer bassist can right. do he's one of these guys who can do anything and I want to get, you know, I think part of the goal is, is is to talk to people like that and dig into what they, what else they do, right. you know. What- that, that's something that, you know, mm. I was just, um, I had a friend of mine I just met up in Santa Barbara who's a, a record producer we were talking about. And that's something we talked about. He works with Michael McDonald mm-hmm. and Jeff Bridges and, and some other great folks. And I was telling him, I said, you know, every, what you find out is that everybody has a story. Yeah. From, from you know, the most famous musician actor whatever to the person that's just starting out everybody has a a story to tell about how they got to that point and why they do what they do and why they create what they create right 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 we tend to think that people that we've heard of just came out like that fully formed exactly right right. and there's always it's always a process there's always a thing behind that that's something that's something else i was just telling it's like that old 10 10 year overnight success yeah yeah and often it's i mean what it often is 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 it's little small steps yeah Right. And then every once in a while, you get a light, big jump or leap. Yeah. And if you're lucky, somebody important sees you and they yeah. grab you. Right? And I really want to get into that with, with the people that we have on the show. What are those right. things? Like you have these major gigs. You play with these headliners. And you've played with tons of headliners. But then those, for a lot of us, that's not the bread and butter. Like right. the, the So what are the, the, the smaller gigs that get you from thing to thing? Well, that's something, you know, you and we talked about that before, too, because I was with Cirque du Soleil for a long time, mm-hmm. um, for actually uh, nine years. And uh, five years I was in Vegas, and then the, the last four with them I was in Tokyo. We Tokyo, had a show yeah. um, called Zed at Tokyo Disneyland. Yep. And after that show ended, 
um, basically after the Japan earthquake. Yeah, right. Uh, which is a long story, but <laughs> I, was, I was there right before that happened. Yeah, yeah. It was, that was. You that, were in it. You were in the middle of it. That's a crazy story yeah. that we'll talk about. That's a whole other episode. Yeah, and I was actually in Hong Kong when it happened. <sighs> And woke up and turned on CNN just as a tsunami wave was coming in. And we had tons of friends in, J- in Japan, and that's where we worked. And I was like, holy crap, what just happened? Yeah, so, right. But, yeah, basically that show ended up closing not too long after that, like maybe six months. But what happened was when I came back to Vegas, you know, I was like, I have to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. <laughs> so even though, I mean, I was fortunate to have that job for a long time, and I had some money saved up or whatever, but, you know, I'm still a player. I mean, not only do I need to work financially, but, you know, that's part of what I do. It's who I am. And it took a while to kind of get that rolling again because I had to let people know, like, hey, well, you were here. (laughs) You were here in Vegas, like, well before I was. Like, I got here in 99, right? And you got here. When did you you first move here? I actually first moved to Vegas in 19, I think it was 88. That's when I first came. And uh, I was, you know, I was living in L.A. I was trying to work, trying to do that whole thing, doing some originals, doing some club <clears> stuff. <throat> and it was just getting hard because a lot of the clubs, you know, were kind of going away. Yeah. Um, and then I had friends that, that uh, were in shows and stuff here in Vegas. And they were like, you know, hey, you should come here and check it out. Kind of like the same story with you. Yeah, right. right. And um, so, yeah, I ended up working like seven days a week, sometimes doubling. Yeah. Like it was crazy. This is back in the early um 90s okay you know and there was still a lot of a lot of work here available for, right. for musicians um so that was actually a pretty cool time i mean i was i was super young and um you know i was like i don't know 24 years old mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know i come to vegas it's vegas of course and, yeah right <clears throat> and there's a lot of work and it's where'd my money sick. go yeah, yeah right. right yeah luckily i never got into gambling but but um but the same thing like there was you know like first thing i realized was there was like world-class amazing musicians here mm-hmm. and at that point a lot of the guys even the guys that had played with sinatra for years yeah, and, right. and sammy davis all those guys were still around the yeah. horn players right and you would interact with those guys and mm-hmm. they had a musicians union here they used to have the hall where you could go in and play with the big band so i'd go down and sit in and it would be all these dudes that had played with literally everybody right. you could think of you know so that was really a fun time to be. Oh, in Vegas. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. So it seems like I got here on the tail at the very tail end of that. Right. You know, yeah. It just had started to taper. Yeah. When you know when, when it's when, changed, but I mean, there's still stuff here, and I actually, from a working standpoint, I actually work more outside of Vegas now. Right. I do a lot right. Of, you know, yeah, you're constantly traveling, man. Yeah, you're on the we road do a lot. Yeah, we do a lot of like Indian casinos and all sorts of different things. But mm-hmm. I still like. I guess my my soul is still in the original music. Yeah, and still, and, and and I part of what I do too is I do you know I'm doing a lot of social media stuff on right. pages, and we actually should talk about that. We have our yeah. um, the Groove Coast page on Facebook, and that's right. just the Groove Coast, and also on Twitter, same thing. Groove Coast podcast, and you leave us a message if you want your music uh, heard or submitted or reviewed. Send us links. Right. Send us things that you'd like us to hear. And that's part of something I'm going to be personally doing also with jazz. Uh, jazz and jazz, Europe, Europe, jazz yeah. talk news because we're gonna that's something nigel yeah on. that's kind of been your your baby for a little while tell yeah. talk a little bit about that um yeah that was actually it's funny how that came about i was in uh, london um with a friend of mine uh, fiona ross who's a, become a really well-known jazz singer and uh i was like hey let's do an interview because we have our music pages mm-hmm. um it's facebook uh on Facebook, it's Music Crowns is one of them that's mm-hmm. based in London, and then also for the love of bass guitar and music, which right. is actually based in Italy. But between those oh. two pages, they have almost six million followers. And um, 
so I, I told Fiona, hey, let's do a Facebook Live interview and talk about what she's doing because she has a really interesting background. Okay. Um, she used to teach at the British Academy of New Music and that and part of some of her students there were like Rita Ora and Ed Sheeran. Oh, wow. Okay. And, then, and since she left that position, she be, and they, the reason why she did leave because she wanted to really focus on her music. Um, she, she's now released, I think, three albums and they've gotten great reviews around the world. Um, so she had an interesting story to tell. We did a Facebook Live with her. We did an interview. And um, Nigel, um, the editor for Jazz in Europe, who she also writes with, saw the interview and he contacted me. Oh, wow. And he was like, hey, um, I'd like you to do interviews for us or, or work with us. And I'm, I was like, I'm not really, am I really a writer? Because <laughs> he was talking in terms of writing. And I said, but I do like doing the interview stuff. It's fun for me. So. Um, so since then, that's kind of grown into this whole thing. So I've been able to interview some awesome folks through them. Um, the right, recent yeah. ones were uh, Bobby. Chris, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say Christian McBride, right? Yeah. Which we just did, but I, I interviewed Bobby Santabria, who's a really well-known, ten-time Grammy-nominated um, Latin jazz percussionist. Yeah. Great guy, uh, Kenny Garrett. Yeah, one of my sax, idols. Yeah, because you're also a sax player. Yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, so that's been that was just a whole unexpected new career kind of. <laughs> That you yeah. you seem to kind of, I mean this I in the best way you fall ass it. backwards into these great situations. I know, right? It's, <laughs> it's actually I always say that like you put out you put out your efforts, you know, you're trying to to make your thing happen and get your stuff known, and then out of the blue, out of some direction, you can you can't even imagine right. those things happen. Left field, yeah, yeah, you know, which is a good life lesson. I suppose so. You know, you have to so. stay open. You can you can plan all you want, but you know that's the thing. Sometimes fate will take over <laughs> and sometimes you know and sometimes fate knows better than you yeah right right you know, we, there you we, go we think we know we think we know what direction we're supposed to go in and then all, all of a sudden it just kind of goes a completely different way but, yes yes but um yeah which, cool. which will be a topic maybe yeah we yeah. get some people in you know for that one so we're gonna um we're gonna have some awesome guests we are me and john mm -hmm. have already put together a list of, of some really fun people for you yeah. guys to discover yep um, not only from here in Vegas, from actually kind of around the country. Yeah. We have some friends that are coming into town that we're going to bring in. And yeah. we're going to also do some, uh, probably do some Facebook Live mm -hmm. um, on our page and also on um, For the Love of uh, Bass Guitar Music. And maybe Music Crowns, we'll see. And uh, But the whole idea is to basically involve people, to help discover people. Absolutely. Help yep. um, shine the light on some really yeah. talented folks. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. People who deserve some... Some recognition, right. you know, which yeah. which you wouldn't have thought of coming here maybe 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago. To Vegas, ago. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the original music scene has has blossomed quite right. a bit. And there are a lot more, like we were saying earlier, a lot more artists from around the country coming in, yeah. making this a regular stop. Yeah. And, you know, we want to That's the thing about, yeah, grab exactly. Everybody in the world, even, I mean, from jazz artists to funk to yep. pop, everything. Um, yep, yep, yep. So cool. So people can find us, like I said, on, on uh, Facebook. Uh, the Groove Coast, also right. on Twitter at yep. The Groove Coast. And um, please feel free to submit um, your links and uh, to your music. Um, we'd love to talk with you if you're coming through Vegas and you're a musician. Um, also let us yeah. know about that. Maybe maybe you could be a you, guest, right? you have a little time between shows yeah. or – yeah, absolutely. And Come we're always happy us. to go out and check out your shows and, and – yep. um, like I said, also doing the reviews I think is really fun. It's going to help us discover some new yeah, music. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because right. – there's a lot of music out there. Yeah. So you guys can find us. Um, our podcast is going to be on 75 outlets around the world, all the major ones. So we'll be on Spotify, um, iTunes, Podbean, and all the usual outlets. So you'll be able to find us there. And we really appreciate 
you joining joining our inaugural uh yeah the maiden our, voyage, the maiden voyage. <laughs> there it is <laughs> it made, that made me think of iron maiden for some reason but. i was going to herbie hancock but there, therein lies the there difference right okay. cool so cool man thanks so much for joining us we really appreciate it and have a great day man. yeah see you soon that does it for this week join us again soon for another edition of the groove coast and thanks for listening and remember life doesn't have to be serious just has to be groovy.